There it is. There we go. All right. Okay. Well, the elders is on the move, young people. Yes, they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm gathering the elders. Not saying that you guys are not uh, welcome to come. You're more than welcome to come and join. But you'll see later, because uh, Genesis almost over, right? The next major point of of Genesis is Yusuf's story, and it it basically goes down into Egypt. After that, the seventy souls go down into Egypt. All right, so uh, ain't. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. So uh, where did we leave off yesterday? Uh, code, Barashit, 35, starting at verse 5. We concluded verse 4. Okay. So starting at verse 5. So we left off yesterday and they had the idols and they gave them up. Mm-hmm. He burned them and buried them. Yes. Yes. We don't. I don't need your gold idols. It's not going to do me no good. Mm-hmm. They cannot be found among us. And they went. And they journeyed from thence, offering praise and prayer before Yaya. And there was a tremor from before Yaya upon the people of the cities round about them. And they pursue not after the sons of Yakub. So, of course, they didn't do all the men, <laughs> right? And and there were those that escaped because they didn't have the fever, mm-hmm. right? And so while these guys is running through killing um, everyone who is too sick to move, the other ones got away. This is important to note, right? Mm-hmm. So it was known yes. that he raped their daughter mm-hmm. and then he went to go marry them and they came and they wiped them out. Mm-hmm. And Nobody wanted to seek retribution because they were aware of the covenant and the treaty that Hamor had made. And this little small group has now overcome the mighty city. Mm-hmm. Because of the wickedness of one prince. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to come for that. You see? Like, you know, we friends and all, but you, you as a king, your son is supposed to have better character. Mm-hmm. So they leave. And now they're afraid because they're like, they may be small, but they know they know how to mm-hmm. tear something down. Mm-hmm. So they didn't pursue them. Mm-hmm. 
And they're giving forth the praise of the Most High because the Most High did not give them any any words of correction. They, they had to wait to get cleaned up. You know, they waited the seven days, but then they traveling. Mm-hmm. Now let's continue. And Jacob came to Luz in mm-hmm. the land of Canaan, mm-hmm. which is Beit or Allah, he and all the people who were with him. So now they come to Luz, which is Beit El or Beit Allah, Betil, and Betil is, this is just south of modern-day Jerusalem. There is a big mountainous area. So that's where they go. And he what? And he built it there an altar. Mm-hmm. And named that place to Allah who made his Shekinah to dwell in Betil. Mm-hmm. Because there had been revealed to him the angels of Yah in his flight from before Isu, his brother. Okay, so he named the place Betil because this is where he is having his encounter. And? And Deborah, the nurse of Rizka, died mm-hmm. and was buried below Bethel mm-hmm. in the field of the plain. Mm-hmm. And there it was told Yakub concerning the death of Rivka, his mother. Mm-hmm. And he called the name of it the other weeping. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then he finds out in his 20 years that his mom is past. And also the the uh also his mom's nurse also passed, which is the the concubine. Okay? So she don't have no kids, but she's helping to nurse and raise the children. But she is also concubine. She just don't have no children. Next. And Yah revealed himself to Yakub again on his return from Padam of Aram. Mm-hmm. And Yah blessed him by the name of his word. After the death of his mother. Okay, so the Most High blessed him, and this is after his mother has passed. Okay, on the journey of his return from Padan around. And Yaya's going to have to tell us, how did you bless him? That's the logical question. Mm-hmm. So, what is he saying? And Yaya said to him, Mm-hmm. Heretofore. Okay, that's a nice old word, <laughs> right? Heretofore. Okay? Before this moment. So before right now. Heretofore. Before this moment. <laughs> was the name Yakub. Your name shall be no more called Yakub, 
but Israel. Okay, so I want you to pay attention to this. <laughs> Whose name changed? Y- Yacoub. Okay, it's very specific. Yes. It says your name. So it's Jacob and the people gathered to him, with him, Jacob. He says, your name. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go back to the covenant of Isaac, it says, shall him and his seed be called after him. Mm Mm-hmm. But to Jacob, it doesn't designate this name of Israel to his seed after him. His sons is born. They're not called Israeli. No, they're not. No. Mm -mm. No. Somebody read, somebody didn't have no understanding reading the book. And that's because they're not the people. You see? So the Most High only changed his name. We can be called sons of Israel. But we ourselves. We ourselves. If you ask us what people we are, we are Itzaki. Mm-hmm. Itzaki. I don't know what these people talking about. So that I'm Israel. No. That's. It's wrong. It's wrong. He didn't mm-hmm. change it and make it this. He says the congregation of Israel, mm-hmm. the sons of Israel, but he didn't say you, mm-hmm. Israel, like you. No, 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 because only one man named change. Mm-hmm. And he covenanted himself unto Isaac. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk, you have to talk with judgment. Mm-hmm. This is a manuscript of a judgment. So when I'm telling you because this law works this way, you cannot accept. But that explains why you're not here. <laughs> you understand? Mm-mm-mm. Give that a few minutes. We've got to start up the computer, take a little minute. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you have to accept the covenants as they are laid out, as they are. None of them conflict with the other. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there was never Israelis or Israelites. That's right. The person who is writing, the person who is writing or translating is labeling a people because they are not one of them. Mm. Og calls Abraham Hebiru. Mm-hmm. I told you this was a Nephilic, a Nephilim title. It's what they called him from their language. Mm -hmm. 
You see? This is what they wrote. Yes. What they called him. Yes. But if you ask Abraham and Lot and Laban what they called themselves, they are Hashemi. Mm-hmm. Hashemi. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. We called ourselves Hashemi. Mm-hmm. The Hashemi kingdom of Jordan. Mm-hmm. You'll see this later because when they call other people later, you'll see other people call them that know them Hashems and Hashemi. You'll see it. So this point is important because he says, Shall thy your name be called? Uh huh, and continue. And Yah said to him, I am Allah Shadi. Mm-hmm. Spread forth and multiply a holy people and a congregation of prophets and priests shall be from your sons whom thou hast begotten, and two kings shall yet from thee go forth. Mm-hmm. And the land which I gave to Ibrahim and to Isaac will I give on to you and to your son after you will I give the land. Mm-hmm. Now, he said, son, he didn't say sons. He says son. Where? There in thirty-five twelve. Mm. That's given the land. Mm-hmm. So this kind of sounds like a future. That's a future text. Test. Yes, sir. Because it's mentioned after the two kings. Mm-hmm. That she yet go from thee. One we are, he said he would give him a holy people, a congregation mm-hmm. of prophets, which we know prophets is professors, teachers, mm-hmm. and priests mm-hmm. shall be from thy sons. Mm-hmm. Plural. And then he said, Whom you has begotten. Mm-hmm. And and two kings mm-hmm. shall yet from thee go forth. So they're going to be doing something. Mm-hmm. And the land mm-hmm. which I gave to Ibrahim and to Isaac. So it's a Pacific land that has already been given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing to try to figure out. Will I give unto thee and to thy son? After thee. After thee. Will I give give the the land? land. Okay. Now, I want to point out something before. He didn't say that the people will be called after him. No, it didn't. I didn't see that. Did you see it? it? It says it nowhere. It just says that they will be a holy people and a congregation of prophets, teachers, 
and priests. Mm-hmm. I don't even see there's only two kings mis- mentioned here. Mm-hmm. I don't see where we're mm-hmm. kings and queens and mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. it's Pacific. Mm-hmm. And we see that along the way. Sarah was named a prophet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rivka was a prophet. Leah was a prophet. Uh, Abraham mm-hmm. was prophet and priest mm-hmm. and king. Shem, teacher, king. He carried on. So this is our language. Mm-hmm. Anything else outside of that that we're inquiring, mm-hmm. we're sinning. Right. So now when you talk about two kings... Can you have you figured out what the two kings are? Uh, are the two kings which was spoken of the king Mashiach from the house of David mm-hmm. and the Mashiach from the house of Ephraim? Yes, those are the two kings, right? From the sons of Joshua, Joshua. two mm-hmm. kings, yes, one from Caleb and one from Joshua. Joshua. Two kings because those two men held. Uh, respectfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> they and they held true and being obedient, mm-hmm. and from them comes the right. king's flow. So now you you see this, and people don't understand. So the land will be divided. When the one with the birthright divides it. Right, which is your from from, from Joshua. Yes. The son of Joshua has the law behind him to divide the land. Mm-hmm. I may take as much of a possession that I can, mm-hmm. but it will not be anywhere near. What he take? Yes. And then it has to be redivided even of what I possess. Mm-hmm. The boundary lines will be drawn again. Mm-hmm. So now you have to understand, which is why we have a jubilee. Mm-hmm. It's a time to reset, readjust the lines, and you have to be flexible to accept where the line get drawn. Right. So this is from here. So we're not called a Hebrew Israelite. <laughs> I'm a Hebrew Israelite, huh? No, you're not. Mm. You're confused. Yeah. You're lost. You're not even woke. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you need to get out of bed, wash your face, and come on into the sanctuary. Let's get the soap from between your ears and let us have some reasonable judgment. And you know what? As prophets and priests, that means there are a congregation that renders service. They're servant, mm-hmm. servanthood. Mm-hmm. Is the base mm-hmm. of who with mm-hmm. is within the congregation, and you know, you know, everybody won't be in charge, but mm-hmm. it's not everybody be in charge. If you notice, it, it it says and yes, it doesn't say or. 
Yes. So when he says that I'm going to bring you back and I'm going to give you new teachers, mm-hmm. new, new, meaning you're going to learn something that nobody else knows. And you're going to have information that nobody else is taught. Mm-hmm. And you're going to live in a way that you haven't been living. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not new. Yes. So there's new. And the world can't learn it until you perform it because they're not doing it. Mm. Right? Mm. I talk about Bedouin. You guys have no idea what a Bedouin is. Mm. You've never met one in person. You don't understand this lifestyle. And you don't see how this is going to even rule the world. (laughs) I know. But this is what is coming. So now you have to understand what this is. And now continue. And the Shekinah of Yah. And the Shekinah of Yah ascended from him in the place where he has spoken with him. And what happened? And Yaqub erected there a pillar of stone mm-hmm. in the place where he had spoken with him. Mm-hmm. A pillar of stone. Mm-hmm. And he outpoured upon it a libation of wine and a libation of water. Mm-hmm. Because thus it was to be done at the Feast of Tabernacle. And cool, and he poured oil of olives thereupon. So you see this instruction? Yes. So during the Feast of Tabernacles, yes, sir, is where we do this specific libation. Yes, on the sixth day. Right. Yes. So we're doing this specific libation during mm-hmm. this feast at this time. Mm-hmm. It's in the springtime. Yes. Yes. It's not the the fall. The fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Yaqub called the name of the place where Yah had spoken with him, Beit Il. Mm-hmm. And he proceeded from Beit Il, and there was yet much space of provision, mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, <laughs> but this is just so good. <laughs> He said, and they proceeded from Beit Il, mm-hmm. and there was yet much space of provision land. Land. Not money. Land. In mm-hmm. mm. the coming to Ephrat. Mm. To Ephrat. Ah, Ephrat. We'll get back around to Ephrat, but there's something you need to know. So, Ephrat is the same land Boaz had. It's the same land that was given to Elimelech and Abimelech and Kilian. Right? Ephrat. Right? And to the people who lived in Ephrath, 
were called Ephrathi because the land Ephrat was given to the sons of Caleb and Miriam, who was known as Ephrata. See? So, I am Ephrati. Say it with me. Rabbi Sheikh is Ephrati. Okay. And Rael travailed mm-hmm. and had and had hard labor in her birth. She had hard labor, so she's now in her birthing pains. We will be right back after this. Okay, we're back. So now Rael has hard labor in her birthing pains. And it was in the hardness of her travail that the midwife said to her, Fear not, for this also is to thee a male child. Mm-hmm. And it was in the going forth of her soul, for death came upon her that she called his name the son of my woe, but his father called him Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Benjamin. And Ra'il died and was buried in the way of Ephrat, which is Beit Lechem. Mm. Okay. Wow. So Ephrat is Beit Lechem. Not modern day. It's not modern day. Okay? So you start to learn this border, and it goes up from Bet Il, comes down to the south, to the place where he crossed at the fording, and he met the angel face to face. There was his name change. You see? And he's saying this region. Because he has to stop in Nablus and have the issue with Shechem. All this region now Beit Lechem, the house of bread. So it's, it's difficult for you to understand. Luz is included. Right? Nablus. The city of Shechem is included. Also, what later would become Mount Zion, right? The hill, it's a mound, not a mountain, right? The hill Tel Zion is there. You, you have to know this region and its fields. There's a lot of open land. There's a lot of open space. The region and its field will be Beit Lechem. All this happening in this area. And Yakub, okay, and Yakub erected a pillar over the house of burying, mm-hmm. which is the pillar of the tomb. Rael unto this day. Okay. 
and Yakub proceeded and spread his tent. Take, wait, hold on. Take your time. Yes, sir. Take your time. No. Mm -mm. I know y'all wondering, like, what is he looking for? custom and tradition all on that. Right. Yeah. Much more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Much more accurate. And they buried in Hebron. You see? Traditional and custom. Right. right. Yeah, don't, don't go with this. Right. Because it says that she was buried in the way. So they were on their way to Ephrath. See, this so is. They wasn't in Ephrath. They were on their the way. way there. So again, you look for it. And I can tell you, it says it's there to this day. It's there, there to, to this, this day. day. Both Isaac and, and Rebecca. Together. Yes. They buried together. Well, one here, one there. Mm. Two separate tents. Yes. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Next. How many inmates put it buried in Hebron? Mm. 
came. And Yakub proceeded and spread his tent beyond the tower of Eder. So now, as you can see, he's moving southward. Yes. He's, he's moving in the southward direction. So you come from Beitil, you move south, you get passed down Hebron and Nablus, you move south even more, you get to Mount Zion, then the Tower of Eder, or the Tower of the Sheep, is down this again by the Dead Sea area where he forded before. Continue. The place from whence it is to be, the King Mashiach will be revealed at the end of days. So there's this place. Revelation happened there. What's the revelation happening there? How will they know? Easy. The people return by this way. <laughs> when they see you coming this way, they know. Mm -hmm. You'll be in your traditions and your customs. You know, you will be fully restocked and restored. You will have your land and possession, and you're coming back to the same place. You stop at the same stops, because mm -hmm. there is water there. Mm -hmm. And it was while Israel dwelt in the land. In this land. In this land, excuse me. That Reuben went and confounded the bed of Bilha, mm -hmm. the concubine of his father, which had been ordained along with the bed of Leah, his mother. And this is reputed with regard to him as if he had lain with her. Pause. So did he commit the sin? Remember, what you are reading now is the Most High's account. Most people don't know. this. The reason why this is the foundation is because it's not given from the viewpoint of Jacob or Reuben or Leah or Bill. it's not given on their account. If you want how they perceived it, you can look in Jasha. Mm -hmm. You can look in Jubilees. Mm -hmm. When you read this, this Torah, this manuscript, this is written by Moses on the Mount Sinai, and the Most High has given him the full accounts. Mm -hmm. of the previous ones mm -hmm. so that you can judge them from his judgment. Mm -hmm. This, this, this happened, and this is when I stepped in. So it is reputed to him as if he had done it. The only thing he did was go in there and ruin his reputation and cause a whole bunch of confusion. Just by laying. Okay? Being there. Just being there. <laughs> okay? Mm. Mm. And Israel 
heard it and it afflicted him. Right. So now this is causing his father much pain. Mm -hmm. It's causing his father much hurt. This is an affliction. What are you doing? You see? And so now after this affliction, because if this is true, he have to kill his wife and his firstborn son, thereby ending the covenant. But what does he do? He exercises restraint. Mm -hmm. He takes his time and he wants to see the judgment. So let's see what the judgment is. And it afflicted him and he said, Allah's. Hollis. Hollis. This is enough. Okay, Hollis. Okay. So Hollis. whenever you see Alas. Uh, Hollis. 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 Okay. Enough. Okay. Hollis. That one should have come forth from me so profane, profane even as Ishmael came forth from Ibrahim and Isu from my father. The spirit of holiness answered and thus spake to him. Ah, so now he's getting ready to go there, right? And he's ready to perform the law. And most high come. Wait a minute. Let me tell you, this was my plan all along. But I'll tell you where the judgments sit. Okay, calm down. Mm -hmm. Don't speak from out of your emotions. Mm -hmm. This is what happens. Slow down. Okay, what are we going to do? So let's see what holiness answers and says. Fear not, for all are righteous, and none of them is profane. Mm -hmm. So after Benjamin was born, the sons of Yakub were 12. Ah, so he was ready to hit him. Give him, you are profane. It's, no, no, he's not the profane. He will suffer for giving rise to this occasion, but he's not guilty of death. He did not commit the sin. Mm. Okay. He was just present a month. <laughs> there is, you can do wrong. You do wrong, but he's not guilty of the sin. He did not commit the sin. Okay? Mm. You can do wrong. Yes. You seen, yes, you you seen something, you, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? It, 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 every, in the last moment, people back out. And I don't know. You know what? Stop. But guess what? You have gone already too far, and you only, in preservation, you did preserve your life. You see? So now, let's talk about the 12. Because here we have 
the first set council. And how does it go? The sons of Leah, the firstborn of Yacoub, Reuben, mm -hmm. Shimeon, mm -hmm. Lawi, mm -hmm. Yehuda, mm -hmm. Yadi, mm -hmm. and Issachar, and Zabulon. Mm -hmm. Zabulon. Okay, that's that. Moving along. The sons of Rael, Yosef, and Benjamin. Uh-huh. Next. The sons of Bilhah, the handmaid of Rael, Dan and Naphtali. Uh-huh. Din and Naphtali. Mm -hmm. And the sons of Zilhah, the handmaid of Leah, mm -hmm. God, Ashur, these are the sons of Yaqub who were born to him in Padan Aram. Mm -hmm. And Yaqub came to Isaac, his father, mm -hmm. at Mamre, the city of Arba, Arba which, which is, is Hebron. Hebron. From there, Ibrahim, well, there Ibrahim and Isaac had, had dwelt. dwelt. Uh-huh. And the days of Isaac were an hundred and eighty years. It's a point, brother, that you shared with us a few a uh, few days ago in regards of the order of the sons. Mm -hmm. And here it clearly states, because remember you were saying that the firstborns was considered from Leah and mm -hmm. Rael, mm -hmm. not what the first sons that came from. The, I mean, the, for all the first, first sons are counted as firstborns first born. of virgins. Yes. But this is another firstborn, well, but this is unto right. the, the, the handmaid of this one. Yes. Yes, sir. This is the firstborn. He will receive his firstborn right. Yes. But this is unto this handmaid of this wife. Yes. You see? And so you'll see, if you look at it, mm -hmm. the birthright, the priesthood, yes. and everything else falls to the pure blood yes. daughters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. And the other sons receive a portion. Yes. Okay? Yes, sir. And so... Reuben's birthright transfers mm -hmm. to Yusuf. Mm. So Yusuf receives the double portion, mm -hmm. which is the birthright, the double portion of land, mm -hmm. right? And then he took the double portion and it divided between his two sons. Mm -hmm. So a whole portion to the half tribe of Ephraim and the whole portion to the half tribe of Manasseh. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Yes, so sir. it continues, but that was his punishment and confounding. You holy, fine. You get your regular portion mm -hmm. like a son, and you get to come into the next life, Reuben. You get to go with your brethren. But you pay a price. The priesthood is going to levy this on account of the angel, mm -hmm. okay? And the kingship 
will go to Judah, and it's on account of his repentance. Mm. Wow. Mm. And Isaac expired and died and was gathered to his people old and full of days. And Saul and Yaqub, his sons, buried him. Okay. So, minus Jubilees, he was 180. Minus Jubilees. And these are the genealogies. Now, we're getting ready to go into Saul. Okay? okay. So, here we go. These are the genealogies of Isu, who is called Idum, Adam. Isu mm -hmm. took wives of the daughters of Canaan. Ada, mm -hmm. the daughter of Elon. The Houthi. The Houthi. And Ahalibama, mm -hmm. the daughter of Anna, mm -hmm. the daughter of Sibion. Who is a Hebe. Mm. Right from from Heba, Hebae, Hebae, and Basma, Basma, the daughter of Ishmael, whom Nebioth. This is Nabat. Nabat. So when they talk about the Nabati, this is the Nabati. This is from Nabat, who, um, who her brother gave to him. Okay. So he took an Ishmaelite daughter, and then. And Ada bare to Saul Aliphaz, mm -hmm. and Basmat bar bare Reuel. Reuel. Right, Reuel. And then next. And Ahalibama mm -hmm. bare to Saul Yehus, mm -hmm. and Yalam, mm -hmm. and Korak. Mm -hmm. These are the sons of Saul who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Uh-huh. Mm. And Saul had taken his wives and his sons and his daughters and all the souls of his house and his flocks and his cattle and all the substance which he had gotten in the land of Canaan mm -hmm. and had gone into another land for there fell upon him a fear of Yaqub, his brother. Okay, so the reason why Saudi moved from the west coast eastward was because he was afraid. Because now his brother had grown mighty, and now that he sees, he has heard what his brother had done to Shechem and what happened to Shechem and Hamor who were mightier by coalition of kings than Saud, they were afraid of his brother. So by right, he goes, if my brother did that to them, it's best I not provoke him. He has become mighty. You see? Yes, sir. So as we continue to understand, I want you to see the chain of events. Esau is a man of the field. He knows how to make war, 
But seeing somebody make war with somebody stronger than you make you reconsider. Do some reasoning. If if he come upon me, I Esau has how many sons? Let's take a look. You have do 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 do. Right? So he has one, two, three, four, five. So he has five sons now. He hasn't given birth to the other seven. So now his brother has outpaced him in births at this time. If they make war and they kill him, and his sons, now Jacob get everything, and he lose everything. He don't want to make this conflict. Right. For their possessions would be too great for them to dwell together. Okay, so he said this, listen, for their possessions would be too great for them to dwell together, neither would the land of their sojourning maintain them on account of their flocks. So now he leaves and he goes into the Jabala mountains. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and so dwell in the mountain of Jabal. He is Saul the prince of the Edomites. Of the Edomite. Now remember who is calling him Edom? Only inside the family. We know this. <laughs> Only inside. Right? This is something between Isaac, his mother, the concubines, Jacob, and Saud. Mm-hmm. Jacob calls Saud Edom. Mm -hmm. Saud don't call himself Edom. Edom. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, remember this law. Because this law says their possessions would be too great for them to dwell together. So, right now, Saud is great. You outside the land, you cannot, you cannot dwell as a great nation with them yeah. in this land. Mm -hmm. But now I'm telling you, we're here to return. And in returning, I already know we're going to be small. Mm -hmm. But as we grow, everything he built, it has to come down. Mm-hmm. He has to become small. Now, he won't be driven out, no. but he'll be small while he is here because you can't have the two greats dwelling in the one space. It's not enough. Mm -hmm. We'll be back right after this. All right. All right, and these are the kindreds mm -hmm. of Saul, the prince of the Adami. Mm -hmm. 
the place of whose dwelling was in the mountain of Jabal. These are the names of the sons of Saul. Mm-hmm. Aliphaz, mm-hmm. Bar-Adah, mm-hmm. wife of Saul. Mm-hmm. Reuel, Bar-Basmat, wife of Saul. Mm-hmm. And the sons of Eliphaz were Timon, Mm-hmm. Omar, mm-hmm. Zafu, mm-hmm. and Gatam, mm-hmm. and Kenaz, and Timnah. Mm-hmm. And Timnah was the concubine of Eliphaz Bar Saul, mm-hmm. and she bare to Eliphaz Amalek. Mm-hmm. He is Aliphaz, the companion of Job. Job. Wow. His so now let's get this straight. So everybody you hear about with Job and the friends that come to him, Amalek is with Job in the land. He is called Ayub. Job is Ayub. And Job is all the way back here now in the time of Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Saud. Jacob, Job is here. I know you find Job's book all the way over there by Chronicles. Like it's happening at another time. Like it's no. unaffiliated. No. This over here. Mm-hmm. All right. Right. So let's continue. These are the sons of Adah, wife of Saul. And these are the sons of Reuel. Mm-hmm. Not. Nata, Nakat, Nata, Nakat, Zarak, mm-hmm. Shema, mm-hmm. and Miza. Mm-hmm. These are the sons of Basmath, wife of Saul. And these are the sons of Ahalabama, mm-hmm. the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Sebion, mm-hmm. wife of Saul. Mm-hmm. And she bare to Saul, Jehus, mm-hmm. and y- Yalam, and Korak. Okay, so now let's take a look at this, because a lot of people don't understand something. You, you know, you, you hear these, the prophecy in, I think it's either in Ezekiel or Jeremiah, of a holy bar and a holy bama. Right, a haliba, halibama. This is for you to understand the references. Excuse me. So you see a halibama here, mm-hmm. right? A halibama is the daughter of who? Of Anna. And Anna, Anna is what? One of the Canaanite. Yes. Right? Yeah. So what happens 
when the sons of Israel and the daughters go out trying to act like the rest of the world and participate in its system, you become like a holy bar and a holy bama. You become like the daughters of the Canaanite, the people of the world, the colonizers. Because mm. Canaan was the first colonizer. You go to somebody else's land and you take it over. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Take this in Isaiah where it speaks of the two. Yes. You see? So mm -hmm. this, and he talks about one and then the other one worse this is the two sisters yes the two sisters yes. I think, like I said I think it's in Ezekiel or Jeremiah mm -hmm. but the two sisters and you see this and it's telling you you out with the world acting like them you you have no semblance of culture or tradition mm. you have no semblance of your nobility right Saudi is a kingdom, and they here. Jordan is a kingdom, and they here. Mm -hmm. You out there acting like heathens, heathens talking about democracy and this and money, and and you can't get a foothold. Mm -hmm. Completely pushed out the land by the greatness of Saudi because of your unlawfulness. Mm -hmm. Your lawfulness will cause the tables to turn and for him to be diminished and restrained. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I know you want to question my judgment because my judgment you think uh, is wrong too. So this is another sighting for you to gain understanding because you can't understand what the prophets is talking about when your law and your first judgments are all mm. Mm. all right these are the chieftains of the sons of Saul the sons of Aliphaz Mm -hmm. The firstborn of Saul, Rabbah Timon, mm -hmm. Rabbah Omar, mm -hmm. Rabbah Zahu, uh -huh, mm -hmm. Rabbah Kenaz, mm -hmm. hmm. Rabbah, Rabbah Korah, mm -hmm. Rabbah Gitam, mm -hmm. Rabbah Amalek. These are are the chieftains of Aliphaz, whose habitation was in the land of Edom, Adam. They mm -hmm. are the sons of Adah. Mm -hmm. And these are the sons of Reuel Bar Saul. Now, remember, they have to make sure they let you know this Reuel Bar Saul. Mm -hmm. They have to let you know because there's the names overlap. Mm -hmm. We have Korak, the son of Alawi. Mm -hmm. Do you have Reuel, this the son of Midian? Mm -hmm. We overlap names. Yes. So naming your son Saud, not bad. Right. Right. It's not bad. Right. It can be a pure and righteous son. 
Mm-hmm. Because the names, nothing wrong with the names. The names all righteous. Mm-hmm. The deed the person does that is what's wrong. Is what gets the the thing confounded. Raba Nakat. Raba Zarak. Raba Shema. Raba Misa. These are the chieftains of Reuel whose habitation was in the land of Eden. These are the sons of Bathmoth, wife of Saul. Basamat. Basamat, son. And these are the sons of Ahalibama, mm-hmm. wife of Saul. Rabbi Yehush, mm-hmm. Rabbi Yalam, mm-hmm. Rabbi Karak. These are the chieftains of Ahalibama, daughter of Ada, wife of Saul. Mm-hmm. These are the sons of Saul, and these their chieftains. He is the father of the Anomites. The Edomites. Edomites. These are the sons of Jabal. Mm-hmm. The generations who before that had dwelt in that land, Lotan, mm-hmm. Shabal, mm-hmm. and Sebion, mm-hmm. and Anna, mm-hmm. and Dishon, mm-hmm. Esser, mm-hmm. and Dishon. Mm-hmm. These are the chieftains of the generation of the sons of Jabal, whose habitation was of old in the land of the Edomites. Mm-hmm. And the sons of Lotan mm-hmm. were the Chori, the Chori, mm-hmm. and Himan. And the sister of Lotan was Timnah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you see, he is now mingling Mixing. with the Nephilims. So, so he's getting the whitest skin now because he's inbreeding with the Nephilic blood. Okay, so this here is the Nephilic, Nephilic blood. You'll see. Keep going. Okay. It's going to tell you. Okay. 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 And these are the sons of Shabal, mm-hmm. Alvan, and Manakoth, mm-hmm. and Ebal. Shepho, Shepho, mm-hmm. and Zepho. Zepho and Onam. Now, Zepho, he's the one, he leaves, right? And he goes to try and conquer Rome. And when he cannot conquer Rome, he decides to make a treaty with them to exchange and intermarry and become one people. He accedes to Rome. Which is why when you look at the Vatican, you see both white and black and every variation of mixed popes. Mm. All of these are the sons of Zepho and the princes of Ketim when they became one people. Mm. Nephilim. Right. However, you cannot eliminate. You cannot eliminate the seed 
by exchanging women. And the man cannot change his father's house. Okay? But you can show forth the sign, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. of the Gentiles, the sign of the Nephilim. So this is how Saudi come into its place. Mm -hmm. But he does the same thing that the Canaanites did is mix with the Nephilim blood. Mm -hmm. Sons and daughters, and the Nephilim's always jockeying for their mixed children to get into power and then put their themselves and their their pure children behind the power sitting in the higher chair. Mm. Continue. And these are the sons of Sebion. Aja mm -hmm. and Anna. Mm -hmm. He is Anna who coupled the Onagers mm -hmm. with the she asses, mm -hmm. and after a time found mules which had come forth from them. Mm -hmm. When he was tending the asses of Sebion, his father. So he's the one who bred mules. Mm. Okay, so he created the mule. Wow. So you have, you know you have donkeys mm. and then you have mules. Yes. They created the mule. Wow. <clears throat> and these are the children of Anna, mm -hmm. Deshaun and Ahalibama was the daughter of Anna. Mm -hmm. And these are the sons of Dishon, Hemdan, mm -hmm. and Yisban, mm -hmm. and Yathran, and Karan. These are the sons of Etzer, Bilhan, and Zavan, and Akan. Mm -hmm. These are the sons of Dishon, Hutz, and Adam. Mm -hmm. These are the chieftains of the families. Mm -hmm. Rabba Lotin, mm -hmm. Rabba Shabol, mm -hmm. Rabba Sibion, Rabba Anna, mm -hmm. Rabba Dishon, mm -hmm. Rabba Etzer, mm -hmm. Rabba Dishan. Mm -hmm. These are the chieftains of the families according to their principalities mm -hmm. whose habitation was of old in the land of Gabla. Mm -hmm. These are the kings who reign in the land of Adam before any king reigned over the sons of Israel. Mm -hmm. In Edom reign Balaam Laban this devil here, <laughs> your nemesis, laid the rain over them. So remember, he's not supposed to cross the border to do evil, right? However, he crosses the border and he heads south, past over 
us in our area, in our land, to go down into the mountains of Jabala. Right? Now, if you want to know about the mountains of Jabala, this mountain range stretches all across and, and around the land of Saudi, okay? So, Mount Sinai is in the Jabala Mountains, okay? When they go, and it comes up into the land, too. So, I just want you to know, like, Mount of Olives is part of the Jabala Mountain Ranges. These mountains is a, a range area. But these Nephilims lived there first in the mountains. Right? So they have to get driven out. Saudi does drive them out as he comes into power, as he, he pushes them out and takes the land to himself. But he has to grow first so you don't go in there and just make war and drive them out. Mm. You have to grow first, but he pushed them up into the Caucasus. He does do this. Mm. Okay? Now, Laban, on the other hand, he is so wise and so strong, he reigns over Edom because he has the understanding. So since you understand how to do this, lead us, we'll follow you, and we will do this and we will support you. Mm. And they make all of these Rabbis, right? Rabbi Sheikh, Rabbi, oh, sorry, not me. <laughs> Right? Not me. You don't want the Rabbi Sheik. You want something else. Right? You want King Arthur. King Arthuritis. Well, this is the facts. Okay? So this is Balaam. And what is. And the name of the city of the house of his kingdom was. Denhaba. Denaba. Denaba. Mm. Okay. And Bila died, and in his steed, steed reigned. In his stead reigned, reigned Jobab, Jobab, the mm. son of Zerah of Batra. Mm -hmm. Now he's telling you that Balaam died. You read. Where Balaam died. We did that in the law. Yeah. So the law, now that you read the law first, you understand where Balaam dies. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because Laban reigns over Edom. He comes into power after Jacob and the 70 souls go down into Egypt. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yes. Job. Job was also in Egypt. He is the first one who makes the judgment of killing the firstborns. Mm -hmm. That's that's Job. So when Job gets afflicted by the Most High, it was on account of what he had ordered in Egypt. Egypt. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're gonna we, you're gonna catch up. I know this is like coming at you hard and fast, but I'm gonna try to point out some points, and you know, 
-hmm. You got to get the book. You got to read. You're going to have to review it. You got to cross-reference your materials. And I'm not cross-referencing right now because if I start cross-referencing, I'll never get through the law because you can cross-reference forever. Mm -hmm. I got eight years of cross-referencing and I'm still cross-referencing. So I'm not going to cross-reference right now. Some stuff you're going to have to come into the school for a year to learn. Mm -hmm. And you have to truly eliminate the thought process of what you think time is. Mm -hmm. Because all of this is showing us how everything is interwoven as well as by name, you got to even let go of the idea about color of skin because it's actually by genealogy at the end of the day. Okay, so continue. And your Bob, your Bab died, and in his steed reigned Husham of the south country. Mm-hmm. And Husham died, mm-hmm. and in his steed. Rain Hadad, mm-hmm. the son of Bidad, mm-hmm. who slew the Midianites when he arrayed war with them in the fields of Moab. of Moab. And the name of the city of the house of his kingdom was Abid. Abid. Hmm. And Hadad died, and in his steed stead reigned Simla. Of Masreka. Mm-hmm. And Simla died, and instead of him reigned Shaul, who was a Rehoboth on the Farat. So he was from up there near Iran. Mm-hmm. And Shaul died, and in his steed reigned Baal Hanan. Mm-hmm. Baal Akbar. Hmm. That's Akbar. Mm. And Baal Hanan, Bar Akbar died. Mm-hmm. Instead of him reigned Hadar. Mm-hmm. And the name of the city of the house of his kingdom was Pahu. Pahu. Mm-hmm. And the name of his wife was Mahatabil. Yes, Mahatabil. The daughter of Metred. Yes, Metred. Metred. Mm-hmm. He was the man who labored with perseverance and vigilance, and who, after he had become wealthy and had gotten riches, turned to become more lofty in his heart, saying, What is silver and what is gold? Mm-hmm. And these are the names of the chieftains of Saul after their kindreds, after the place of their habitations, with their names, Raba Timna, Raba Ava, Raba Yahes. Yes, you said. Raba Aholia. Oh, there's a holy bomber. Holy bomber, holy bomber. Raba. Ella, uh-huh. Rabba, Pinon, Pinon, Rabba Kanaz, Rabba Timon, Rabba Mitzlar, Rabba Magdil. Mm-hmm. He was called Magdil from the name of his city, 
whose Migdal tower was strong. Mm -hmm. Rabba Haram, mm -hmm. these are the chieftains of Edom, mm -hmm. according to their habitations in, in the, the land, land of their, their possessions. possessions. He is Saul, the father of the, the Edomi. Edomi. Okay, so now it's giving you everything it has to say about Saul, mm -hmm. his family, mm -hmm. their rise to power, their, their, fall. their great wealth, mm -hmm. and they fall. Yeah. <laughs> okay? And this is their lands, this is their places, and this is all they're getting mm -hmm. after they get reduced. And Yaku dwelt in peace in the land of his sojournings, his father, fathers in the land of Canaan. Mm -hmm. These are the generation of Yaqub. Yosef was a son of 17 years. Mm -hmm. He had come forth from the school mm -hmm. and was a youth brought up with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilhah, mm -hmm. his father's wives. Mm -hmm. And Yosef bought their evil report, for he had seen them eat the flesh that had been torn by wild beasts, the ears and the tails, and he came and told it to his father. All right. Um, so I'll be right back. Good. All right. So, sister here, she has made a brilliant observation. In my investigation, I was determined to find the indigenous people who made claim to the family lands and the family names. I found the indigenous people. Not people who showed up 70 years ago, right, mm -hmm. that said they were here, but they got driven out, and they got driven out to the Caucasus Mountains. Because I know who that was. That was the Nephilim. Their records and accounts match. Mm -hmm. Their family names and their identity of tribes, being Hasidi, match. We Hasidi. I, I believe you. Mm -hmm. Hasidi. This is a Nephilim, and they were driven to the mountains. Mm -hmm. Where you come from? Uh, we come from the, the mountains in Ukraine, uh, the Caucasus Mountains, huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. They were driven into the mountains above the Euphrates. This is this here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Check. Right. And uh, you here sitting on the ground with all these camels. Who are you? Oh, yeah, he's, he's Saudi. Oh, you're Saud. Okay. Yeah, his family is from here. They call this place this now, but before it's a, it's a Danaba. Mm. Danaba. Mm, that's right here. Okay. Check. What's this here? Now, this one, he's here a long time. His family from here, Timna. This is this area here. Mm -hmm. We have a new Timna now, but 
this the, the white people make. The old Timnat is there. Mm -hmm. They make a border, we cannot go. Mm -hmm. Oh, Timnat, there, check. Oh, Bosra, this all the other side. Mm -hmm. This all the way, you have to go uh, towards Iran. Mm -hmm. This this Bosra, they take the border over there. Mm -hmm. Oh, border over there, okay? Mm -hmm. That's Bosra. Mm -hmm. It's so imperative to know where the indigenous people tell you what was here before these people start making these fraudulent maps. Because the people who lived here indigenously know. Mm -hmm. They carry in the stories. Right. Thousands and thousands of years. Maybe this modern kid, he don't know. Mm -hmm. He's just living. Right. But there's always one, two historians that's holding it. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for where to pour, out, pour it out so that it may be kept. Mm -hmm. yeah. As you can clearly see, the Most High does not hate Esau because he's keeping the line here. Yeah. And it's kept, again, even in the chroniclings of the people. Mm -hmm. And there are members which sit upon the council of the house of David. Mm -hmm. You don't like it? Mm -hmm. it, you're gonna, you don't like it, don't come because I'm telling you who's here. And you know, I hear so many, oh, well, I have, I saw on a map of 17 such and such. That, well, I have a map right here that tells everything names, lists, everything. It was written before 1700 and so and so, so and so. Mm -hmm. So, you're going by what you want it to be. That That's not, not going to work. It doesn't work that way. No. Okay. So now we're talking about Joseph. Yeah. So Joseph comes after coming out of the school. What does he know? I know the law. Uh, I yes. know the rules. Mm -hmm. He goes out to meet his brothers. And what are they doing? what the hell they want to do because they think they can get away with it. Well, this animal was caught by a, a, a beast and we drove the beast off. Now we're looking at this dead animal and we want to eat it. This against our law. You, we not allowed. Right. We can sell it. Yes, but we... But we ourselves it. cannot eat it. Mm -hmm. Now... Why are they like this? Why they don't want to eat the sheep? Because nobody want to eat their wealth. Mm -hmm. You don't want to eat your wealth. And then he doesn't. So it, it, instead of being down two sheep, we just keep this one and we only down one. Mm -hmm. So he goes and tells his father this because he's what? He's passionate about what he has learned in the school, the school of the law. So now he comes and reports this to his father and, as usual, snitched. Mm -hmm. Okay. Continue. And Israel loved Yosef more than all his sons because the likeness of Yosef resembled his own. Mm -hmm. And he made him a figured robe. So he makes him now a special robe, mm -hmm. right? Continue. And his brothers 
saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, and they cherished enmity against him and were unwilling to speak peacefully with him. So now they don't like him because he's a snitch and the father looks at him but they don't understand the father's favoritism towards him. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking about the likeness, you think they're talking about he's a lookalike. No, these sons, they all look alike. Mm-hmm. They all looking like the father. Mm-hmm. They all looking like their mothers. They all look alike. It's not about the look. Mm-hmm. He's looking at the likeness and how passionate mm-hmm. he is about keeping this law to gain the favor of the God, knowing that he has in his walk come face to face to meet him and to have his covenant with him. So in his sojourning, he has come to have a intimate relationship because of his walk in his way, and he is being blessed and increased. Everything that was promised him is coming like his father said it would. Mm. So now when he sees Joseph is adamant about the law, this he says, listen, this he is so he's more like me than my other Other sons. Mm-hmm. They cheating, you know. You know, they cheating on the rules. Mm. They can get away with it only for a short time, but they cheating mm-hmm. on the rules. And what happens when you cheat on the rules? What does the law say? If you don't keep all, I will drive you out. out. Of my land. Mm-hmm. See? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So this is how you go into Egypt the first time. Cheating on the rules. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. If you don't keep all, I'll drive you out. <laughs> all or out. Mm-hmm. Some don't count, you know, some don't count. Most don't count all. So when you come back and you start keeping some, you have to keep in mind, this doesn't count. I have to keep working till I can do all. When you get most, don't get comfortable. Keep going. Remember, most doesn't count. Most. If I push a little harder, I can get to the perfection to keep all. When you are keeping all, you are always checking to make sure that you are keeping all and that all is present each and every day for each and every problem that comes. Until... It passed from you, and you don't even notice it is automatic. How long does it take? Long time. You have to keep it jubilees then. 
Jubilees have jubilees will have to have passed by that you don't notice. Mm-hmm. Right? Because to keep all, one of the laws is governed by the jubilee. Mm-hmm. So you I need to do the jubilee a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Well, a minimum of seven. Yeah. Yeah. If I get seven jubilees down, mm-hmm. then I know like I've done it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. enough times. Right. So folks declaring, oh, I keep all the law. Where's your land? How you keep the Jubilee? Well, you could turn. No, no, no. You have no experience? You haven't done it? You don't know. Yes. And you know, too, what's interesting here? Doesn't go in a whole lot of detail what the robe looked like. No, no, I don't care about this. No, it doesn't say it's a made of a figured robe. A figured robe. That's That's it. That's it. No many colors. No nothing. Just yeah, figured robe. Figured robe. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Because this is the most high telling it, and he want to tell you what's important. Right. You know, they come out, oh, his cult was so special. No, no, no. no, no. They had a problem with him snitching. Mm-hmm. And then when they saw that he was so deep about the law, if they figure he's like a goody two-shoes, and then his father make him a robe, and they feel like, yeah, it's because he's kissing up to the warden. Mm-hmm. They want to get away with what they're getting away with. Yeah. Because other people get away with it and they think it's okay. They looking around. They inquiring. Okay. Continue. And his brothers saw that their father loved him more. Okay, I read that. Mm-hmm. And Yosef dreamed a dream. And declared it to his brethren. And they added yet to keep enmity against him. Okay, so now he had a dream. He talks about the dream. And the brothers. Okay. Y'all know this face. This nigga here. Who do you think he is? I know. So, okay, so continue. <laughs> what they're doing now. <laughs> and he said to them, Hear now this dream which I have dreamed. Behold, we were binding sheaves in the midst of the field. And lo, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And behold, your sheaves surrounded and bowed to my sheaf. And his brothers said to him, Are thou thinking to reign over us? Or dost thou expect to have rule over us? And they added yet to keep enmity against him for his dreams and for his words. So you think you're going to rule over us? <laughs> Look at this high and mighty nigga right here. <laughs> uh-huh. You don't want you don't want the righteous one to be in charge. Don't worry, the most I have a fix for this. He fixed it. 
Okay. Let's see what happens when the Most High's choice, because he's adamant about the law, come face to face with the entirety of the nation from the brothers, the forefathers, the founders of who we are. Let's see what the Most High does to them to bring them under submission. Okay? <laughs> And he dreamed again another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Behold, I have dreamed yet a dream. And lo, the sun and the moon and 11 stars bowed to me. Mm -hmm. And he related it to his father and to his brethren. But his father rebuked him and said to him, what dream is this that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren really come and bow before thee to the ground? And his brothers envied him. Yet his father kept the saying in his heart. So his father was like, what? What is this you're talking about? The sun and the moon, me and your mom will come and bow to you. So if you want to talk about dreams and interpretations, the sun and the moon represent your father and your mother. Oh, but you didn't know because you have to go to a book or some medium. You don't have your book doesn't tell you these interpretations. I know. Don't worry. Because I can get into dreams, but it's not what you think. Mm -hmm. That's why I say you're talking about, I dreamt and two birds flew by on the wind. I'm going to win the lottery next week. My numbers was, <laughs> my numbers. All right, continue. Okay. And... His brothers went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. Mm -hmm. In Shechem, Shechem, the city of the sons of Israel's foolishness. Mm. It always goes down in Shechem. <laughs> Let's go. And it was at the time of days that Israel said to Yusuf, Do not thy brethren feed in Shechem, but I am afraid lest the, uh, the Hebrew come and smite them, because they smote Hamor and Shechem in the inhabitants of the city. Come now and I will send you to them. And he said, behold me. Okay. And he said, go see the welfare of your brethren and the welfare of the flock and return me word to the deep council. But he sent him according to the deep council, mm -hmm. which was spoken to Ibrahim and Hebron, for on that day began the captivity of Mitzrayim. Ah, the deep council. You don't know 
this the deep council. No, no. You see this? You don't know the deep council. I know the deep council. I am a part of the deep council. My teacher is a part of the deep council. There are few who know of or about the deep council. You don't even deserve to hear about it because you've done nothing to know. I'm going to continue, but know there is a deep council. It stretched from Abraham down every branch. Whether you are Israeli or Ishmaeli, all the same. There is a deep council. Continue. For on that day began the captivity of Mitzrayim. So the captivity of Mitzrayim begins this day. Let's see what happens on this exact day. And Yosef arose and came to Shechem. Mm-hmm. And Jabril, in the likeness of a man, found him wandering field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brothers. Show me, pray, where they feed. And so that word pray is show me, I beseech you, or I ask of you. Mm -hmm. where they feed. Now he's talking to Jibreel. Mm. Okay, what happens? And the man said, they have journeyed hence. For I heard beyond the veil that behold from today will begin the servitude to the mystery. Mm -hmm. And it was said to them, and prophecy. He, the Hebrew he he will seek to set battle in array against them. Mm -hmm. Therefore, said they, we will go on to Dothan. Okay. So now he says, listen, they are coming to make war at this time. And now he understands what they're coming to make war about because of what has happened with the brothers when Shimon and Lawi have went to, to go down and make war with them. Right? And now he knows, listen, Abraham warned of this day. It is written. The understanding is passed down metawata from man to man about how to understand what is written. Hmm. This the deep counsel, you see. And so now when Jacob is going, he now is confronted part of an angel. Why? He has the likeness of his father. He is now the one coming into and to approach the deep counsel. He must go through the process. 
And even in avoiding it, mm-hmm. you avoid the war. But the captivity of the Mitzrayi is coming. How do we know that Abraham knows this? Is because in the battle, he split the army and those who didn't fight, he made them mm-hmm. to swear at this time to go take retribution for his children that they may come out of the Mitzrayi and they give back for the innocent blood that would be shed there. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah, that go, goes back with the time with Lot. When, yeah. So again, the brothers have also merited going down to Mitzrayi and breaking the law, eating the abominable thing. Mm, sounds familiar. So, you scholars can have at that. Go and decipher that I am wrong. Do their research. Uh huh. Research. <laughs> Google Trent. Google. Yeah, go Google it. Go to Wikipedia. I don't have no Wikipedia. All I have is my books. And when I cross-reference it, everything come up true. When I check it in the land, everything come up true. You don't want to come to the school? Don't. Do what you want. Continue. And Yosef went after his brothers and found them in Dothan. And they saw him from afar before he had come nigh to them and plotted against him to kill him. And Shimeon and Lawi, who were brothers in council, said each man to his brother, Behold, this master of dreams cometh. Mm, so now they mad at him. We'll be back after this. Okay. So captivity begins, we're back by the way. So captivity begins and captivity ends with announcements. They go into it knowing they're going into it. And they come out of it knowing it's time to come out. So I'm sitting here telling you it's time to come out and you want to go Somewhere else. You want it to happen and be processed another way. No problem. You want to go another way? Go. Try it. It has never worked out ever. Mm-hmm. Okay? It just bring about more hardships. So now we're talking about going into Egypt. And it begins... Not when they get there. Right. Begins today. Hmm. So let's see what is going to happen down in Dothan. And now come, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits and say that an evil beast 
hath devoured him. And we shall see what will be the interpretation of his dreams. And Reuben heard and delivered him from their hands and said, we will not kill him nor become guilty of his blood. And Reuben said, let us not shed innocent blood. Throw him into this pit in the wilderness. But the hand of the slayer stretches not forth against him because he would deliver him from their hand and restore him to his father. You know, it's interesting, brother. You know how we talk about with the law, you know, you have with those who keep the, the big part of the law, but the little, little parts, the little parts. You don't even see that what you're thinking is wrong to fix it. Right. And what was interesting, okay, Ruben's here talking about, oh, don't want to shed innocent blood. Mm -hmm. But you were eating from the abominable meats. meats that was torn by the wild beast. Uh -huh. So it's like so you're picking and choosing of what law you're going to keep. keep. Rather than keep them all continue and when yourself came to his brothers they stripped him of his garment the figured garment that was on him okay and took and threw him into the pit mm -hmm. but the pit was empty no water was therein but serpents and scorpions were in it mm. And they sat around to eat bread and they lifted up their eyes and looked and behold, a band of Arabians were coming from Jalad with their camels mm -hmm. carrying wax, resin, balsam, state, pro proceeding to go into Messarim. Mm -hmm. And Yadi said to his brethren, what profit of mammon money should we have if we killed our brother and cover his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Arabians mm -hmm. and our hands shall not be upon him to kill him. Okay. For our brother is our own flesh. And his brethren agreed. Mm -hmm. And the Midianite men, masters of business, passed by. And they drew and brought up Yosef out of the pit and sold Yosef to the Arabians for 20 mahin of silver. Mm -hmm. 20. 20. Mahin of silver. I don't know what the hell. Y'all have been talking about with this other price that y'all been talking about. 20 mahin of silver. And they bought sandals of them. And they took the 20 mahin of silver and they got themselves some shoes. Some new <laughs> shoes. So instead of you sending money for the land, you want to go and buy shoes. some Jordans. New shoes. But won't come to Jordan. Right. You want Jordans. 
But you don't want Jordan. Yeah. I understand. It's ironic. I could tell you that much. You worship Jordan. You wear Jordan. Jordan. But you ain't gonna come to Jordan. To buy land. Right. In, in Jordan. Jordan. I don't wanna live in Jordan. All right, no problem. And they brought yourself to Misraim. Hmm. And Reuben returned to the pit, for he had not been with them to assist when they sold him, because he had sat fasting on account that he had confounded the couch of his father. Mm-hmm. And he had gone and sat among the hills that he might return to the pit and bring him up for his father. If happily, he might avert his anger. But when he had returned and looked and behold, Yosef was not in the pit. He rent his clothes Mm -hmm. and returned to his brethren and said, the youth is not, and I, whether shall I go? How shall I see the look of my father's face? But they took the garment of Yosef and killed a kid of the goats, because his blood is like the blood of a man. Mm-hmm. And they dabbled the garment in the blood. Mm-hmm. And they sent it by the hand of the sons of Zilpah, Zilpah and of the sons of Bilhah, the figured garment. And they brought it to their father and said, this have we found. Now, know now whether it be your son's garment or not. Now, this is mm. the entirety of the conspiracy. So... They sold him, and they got themselves some shoes. Mm. And uh, Reuben is not privy to this. He's not okay with killing him, and he's not okay with... He's not known about selling him. He wanted him to suffer a little bit. He wanted him to, to... to try to humble him down and, you know, get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And while he's sitting there fasting on account of how he confounded his father's bed, caused this confusion. So he's there fasting and he's trying to figure out how to get back in his father's good graces. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go get Joseph out this pit and bring it back to him. And, you know, it'll be well with my father. You know, but he, he wants to repent from this. He's trying to turn it around and get some good favor now. Goes to the pit. And now Joseph is gone. So they send these people back. Now to the father to say what has happened to Joseph and that he died. This day is now and forever known 
as the day of atonement. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. This day of fasting. Mm. Okay, so this is the day of atonement. Okay, so now continue. And he recognized it and said, It is my son's garment. A beast of the wilderness have not devoured him. Neither hath he been slain by the hand of man. But I see by the Holy Spirit that an evil woman standeth against him. So he's a mourning for his son, but the issue that he sees is not that he has been murdered, is not that he has been killed by animal. He says, I see an adulterous whore of a woman is standing against him. And if Joseph does not pass this test, all is lost. Mm, well, he's seeing what's to come. <laughs> so continue. And your cool rent his clothes and wrap sackcloth on his loins and mourn for his son many days. And all his sons and all the men of his house arose and went to console him. But he refused to receive consolation and said, For I will go down to my son mourning to the house of the grave. And Isaac, his father, also wept for him. Okay, so he went to go and give honor to his father and mourn with his father, who is in the grave, over his son. But the Midianites sold him in Mitzrayim to Potiphar, a captain of Pharaoh, a captain of the guards. It was at that time that Yadi had gone down from his property and separated himself from his brethren and had inclined to a man in Adulami, mm -hmm. whose name was Hira, mm -hmm. that Yadi saw there the daughter of a merchant man whose name was Shuva, mm -hmm. and he proselyted her and entered with her. Mm -hmm. And she conceived and bare a son and called his name Ear, because he was to die without a child. And she conceived again and bare a son and called his name Onan, because his father 
would have to mourn for him. Mm-hmm. And she added and bared a son and called his name Sheila. It's Sala. Sala. Because her husband had forgotten her and was in secession when she buried him. And Yadi took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, a daughter of Shem, the great whose name was Tamar. But Ur, the firstborn of Yadi, was evil before Yah. Because he had not given his seed unto his wife. And the anger of Yah prevailed against him, and Yah slew him. And Yadi said unto Onan, Enter thou to thy brother's wife, and marry her, and raise up seed unto the name of your brother. Okay, so now we are implementing the redeemer kinsman law. Yes, sir. And as you can see, after they took these people, right? They took these people from Canaan and they dwelling in this area again in this place and these people still living here and they have subdued the area, the city, the land. Now Judah, Judah or Yada would have now taken this wife and she's giving birth to these three children and he's proselyting her. He's proselyting her. She can proselyte herself. Right? She, he proselyting her. He's going to bring her in, teach her the rules, teach her the law, and she's going to follow whatever. So now... He takes from the daughters of Shem, Tamar, and he gives it to his son. So let's see how this works out when you got your own plan. Okay? Let's see how this is working out. Let's see how it works for Yada. Continue. And Onan knew that they would not call the children after his name. So Ur... Ur went to marry her, and he died. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to know what happened, is he married the, the woman and betrothed to her, then he went off the war, and he died in the war. So now he goes, well, let's bring around the Redeemer kinsman law, and um, you take your brother's wife and raise up seed to her. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then Onan, he knew that they were not going to call the children after his name, so this is not going to be Bar Onan. This is going to be Ur, like Ur, like as if his brother had a son. Mm -hmm. Right? Raising up the house to his brother, he's going to receive his brother's possession. Okay. When he entered to the wife of his brother, that he corrupted his work upon the earth. So now he corrupted his work. So he didn't want to give her seed. He want to pull out. Okay. 
that he might not raise up children to his brother's name. And he did what was evil before Yah, and cut off his days also. So he died. And Yada said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, remain a widow in your father's house till Sheila, Salah, my son, be grown up. Mm -hmm. For he said, lest he also die as his brethren. Mm -hmm. Tamar went and remained in her father's house. Mm -hmm. And days multiplied. Hold on, wait a minute. Now, yes, first sir. of all, here come the strange woman, all brand new. Two sons died because they're not following the rules, the laws of the covenant, of which they were circumcised to. Now she don't want to follow the Redeemer Kinsman law to this woman again who have a right. And Judah, Yada, don't take up to be Mr. Man now, Mr. I'm proselyting her. To correct the situation. <laughs> yeah. He listens now. He want to hearken to the woman. Yeah. Well. The strange woman. Okay. Mm. So, okay. No problem. We're going to fix this. I'll show you exactly how we fix it. Continue. And days multiplied. And the daughter of Shuva, Yada's wife, had died. Now, Suba dead. Now she's died. Oh, you don't want this one? Who have, she have a covenant behind her. It's not mentioned yet. She have a covenant behind her coming from Shem. And now you don't uh, want this to take the seed of Judah? And you block it? No, no problem. You block this? I block you. You finish. You die. Next. We'll see what happens. Most I fix all this. Now, this one who have a covenant to bring forth kings don't have no wife and all this seed is forgotten. Nothing. Considered Adam. And this one who come from the covenant line of Shem who is have a covenant to bring forth a line of kings is a sitting down in tender. Oh my goodness. Let us see what is about to go down. And Yara went up to the shearing of his flock. He and Hira, his friend, the Adulamit to Timnath. Mm -hmm. And it was told to Tamar, saying, Behold, thy father-in-law cometh up to Timnath to shear his flock. So now this is Hira, and the Mosai says, he don't even call him his father-in-law. Right? This Hira. He says, this Hira, his friend, Mosai the boat. 
This man. <laughs> from father-in-law. From father-in-law. Oh, he married man. this man's daughter. Yes. And he says, yeah, this, 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 you had a friend. He, he liked this man. <laughs> this is his friend. Now they're going down here. And I'm going to show you what happens. You get this Canaanite buddy. Right? He is supposed to be a proselyte too. Right? Now you go down here. And you go down to Timna, and you're going down here to to tend the flock. So what happens? And she put the dress of her widowhood from her. So she goes down to Timna, and they tell her, hey, you know your father-in-law's on the way down here. We can see him from afar. It's him and his flock. He, yeah, he's with... Uh, Hira, his friend, and covers her. She takes off the dress of her widowhood. Now, you don't know, but there's a color and a pattern that the widows wear. Right? Mm -hmm. So now she takes this off. She covers herself with a veil. You don't know about this veil. Mm -hmm. The one with the coins and everything. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's my time. Surely this is coming down to give me the other son who has grown up a little bit. Now he's already, he's to make a house because it's the traditional and custom. So she must, she's correct. Oh, he must be coming for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. And wrapped herself. Oh, see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what happened? And sat in the dividing of the road where all eyes see upon the way of Timnah. Uh-oh. She's sitting in the road. We'll be right back. So now she's... we back. So now she's wrapped herself. And when she's in the dividing of the road. She's in the the intersection where everybody could see her. So this way she knows he's coming this way. No way he's going to miss me sitting here. For she knew that Selah was grown up. Uh-huh. Selah is grown up. Yet she had not been given to him to be his wife. Which is the proper custom and tradition. And Yada saw her. But she seemed in his face as a harlot mm -hmm. because she had provoked him to anger in his house. Mm -hmm. And Yara did not love her. So she seemed mm -hmm. perceived to be a harlot because he was angry with her. And he did not love her. Now, this is what's going on in his mind about this woman. However, on the way, there's this woman sitting here. And what happens when he sees a woman sitting here? Because how he feel about her personally, how he feels about her personally, and what's getting ready to happen is two different things. 
The Most High didn't give a ding about how he felt. But let's see. And he inclined to her in the way and Oh! First of all, how he personally feels about this woman, now that his wife dead and he's been alone for some time, he's got a chance to purge out all that strange womanness. Now all of a sudden, hey, who's this woman sitting over here? You know? Mm. <laughs> it's been a long time. She's she's gotten kind of thick. I think I think this is good. I think this might be for me. Right? Okay, we'll see how it goes. Now watch this. Go in with thee, for he knew not that she was his daughter-in-law. He did not know this was her. How he feel about her, how he perceives her, mm -hmm. everything is based upon what the Most High knows about him. But he does not know that this is Timna. He inclines to her because he thought it was his daughter-in-law. Okay, and what happened? And she said, what would thou give me to go in with me? Mm -hmm. And he said, I will send you a kid of the goats from the flock. And she said, if you will give me a pledge until you shall have sent. Now, she's playing the game. Mm hmm Okay, you, 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 you want me and you want to, now my covenant says I'm supposed to have kings from your seed and you want me. It's not for Salah, you, whatever you hear, I take you. What I get, I give you a good. All right, before you send me this goat business, give me something from you, a pledge, something collateral. She's a businesswoman. I need collateral on this agreement because should somebody raise up and say from the high heavens that I am wrong or this or that. We going down together. I don't have a problem following the instructions. I'm appointed to you and your house anyway. However, I am not going down by myself in this. So I don't get angry when women take that type of stance. It is wise. However, she's going about it lawfully. Here's the authority. This is this. I'm following the procedure. This your judgment, not mine. And he said, what pledge shall I give thee? 
And she answered, your seal mm -hmm. and your mantle mm -hmm. and your staff, which is in your hand. Okay, so first of all, I'll tell you the three things that she takes from him. She signs a seal is the signature. He signed something. We make agreement. There's this. I have your signature. I take takes his mendil. This is his crown. Okay. I take your mendil. And what is she going to sign? Is she signing paper? No. You sign. Put this sign on your mendil. This makes sure that the mendil belongs to you. So he have his mendil. He give this this sign upon his mendil and give me your staff. You see. Mm. And he gave them to her and went in with her. Mm -hmm. And she conceived by him. So most how was lining this up. You went in. Go ahead. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Give her the steak and the gravy. <laughs> Boom, pregnant, good. And she arose and went and put her veil from her and put on the dress of her widowhood. So she gets up. Now she takes off the veil, puts back on the dress of widowhood and goes back home like nothing happened. And Yada sent the kid of the goats by the hand of his friend, the Adulamite, to bring back the pledge from the hand of the woman, but he found her not. So again, you perceive that this was a Sharamuta. And you give her the pledge and it is a shame to do business with a woman and not give her her money. Because money is a woman's power. So she have a claim for some money, you give her the money. Traditional and custom. Sharmuta, fine. This is what the Sharmuta want. The Sharmuta want money and she give you sex. Right? But the non-Sharmuta, she don't want money. She want a covenant. I don't want money. I want my covenant to be kept. So if you don't know the law and what is a covenant and how it is kept, then the perception is 
only the Shamuta way, which is why the Most High is angry and punishes the sons in this time for making harlots of the daughters of Zion. You see? Because he perceives that she is a harlot. So when y'all go out and buy these songs and listen to the music and it's all bitches and hoes, right? And I'm a freak and this, 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 and that, blah, blah, blah. Most is not with this. Okay, bring forth the children. He knows how to separate. He knows how to fix this. Right now, the punishment is getting ready to seek out the men. The women, he's going to kill a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are unredeemable. But the ones that can be redeemed will be. So here we go. And he asked the men of the place, saying, Where is the harlot who was in the sight of the eyes by the way? And they said, There is no harlot here. And he returned to Yada and said, I could not find her. And the men of the place also said that no harlot was there. <laughs> so both him and his foolish friend thinking, hey, there's a Sharmuta here. We can uh, we can get away with this. You make the pledge. You send the gold, you want your prized things back, they identify you, right? She can take you to court, you will be brought to shame. We have law. <laughs> and now you cannot get your things back and she did not get a gold. <laughs> and you got hundreds of them. You got all these goats, you, you couldn't get a one. Do you know, he saw Tamar, Tamar. In his mind. In his mind as like a harlot. Mm-hmm. But he go be with a harlot. Mm-hmm. Ain't that something? Hey, hey, it's, it's, the, it's a disease. Ain't that? It's, and she's a righteous daughter. Right. It's a disease. She ain't done nothing wrong. But we'll go be with the harlot. Mm-hmm. It's a disease. And then give his most prized possessions to the harlot. Listen, this is what's happening with the sons of Israel. That's what I'm about to say. That's what they're doing today. Right now. But it begins with the small corruption because you begin to corrupt your way with what you eat. So it start out when you want to eat this, this forbidden thing. So it start out when you corrupt the food. Then the food leads to corrupt judgment in the matters of your brother. brother. You have an evil eye towards him. Then it gets worse. It started with food. You don't eat right. You eat this abominable food. It poisons your mind somehow. I don't know the connection, but this is connected. 
Right. Right. They have no problem with Joseph for 17 years until they want to eat mm -hmm. this abominable meat. Then they eat it. Okay, nothing wrong here, but we don't like him because he's a snitch. Never mind, they're doing something wicked. Right, the, that little bit of enmity they got in their heart towards him already because he's like his father with the law. law he's strong. Yeah. Now you don't like him because he's strong in the law, but you start with this sin, now you have an evil eye towards your brother. brother. Then you take your brother, you want to put him in a ditch. Right. You talk bad about him, you're doing all this wicked stuff, mm -hmm. and then when you see him go down into the pit, into the prison, you say, ah, he's going down. Right, you sell him out. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes, sir. See, that's works. <laughs> you sell him out. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he get up from here. Yeah. He then get up. Go, then take take the money and buy some Jordans. Jordans, yes. Go buy some shoes. Go buy shoes. <laughs> now you go from here and you're about to change and transfer. And now the brother's gone, this, 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 and you living your best life. Mm. Right? And you married a strange woman. woman. You mm. go. You get with and approve the strange woman. You're going to proselyte her. You get the water, right? You get the strange woman. You're going to proselyte her. Most high get rid of her and everything with her. And now the most high just dealing with Judah, Yada, by himself. And now Yada with the strange man. And now the strange man and Yada continue on their way. And they go down here and they think they got a Sharmuta. And they find out this is no Sharmuta. She was never a Sharmuta. You just have an evil eye towards lawfulness and you seek to pollute it. But the most high know how to purge and purify. And here, all she Tamar's one you do is uphold the law. Yeah, the law you covenanted Covenant yourself to. And you don't want to follow that. But you, you're going to follow the instructions of the strange woman and won't give her to the other the, son. The other son, listening to the woman you proselyted. You were the teacher. And now you can't uphold it yourself. Well, let's see. Can, what happened? You and your friend. <laughs> Together. <laughs> and it was at the time of three months mm -hmm. that she was known to be with child. So three months later. Three months later. She's showing. Yes. And it was told to Yadi saying, Tamar, thy daughter-in-law, have committed fornication. So now, hey. You know, this, this daughter, she's in your house, and uh, she's a committed fornication. She's not married, but she's a pregnant. What? And behold, she is with child by fornication. Mm-hmm. Mm. False accusations. No. Uh, hold on, we're going to figure this out, because... Uh, yeah, because nobody don't know her wait, being. We don't know the situation. She pregnant. Nobody saw the wedding. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Yes. And Judah don't know he took her. He gave her to himself. 
He's supposed to give it to the son, son. but he don't. So when he goes and says, I want to be with you. Maybe I take you. Mm-hmm. She agrees, but she knows, let me get some collateral because I'm not supposed to go to him, but he's the one with the say about where I go. Mm-hmm. All right, give me something. And now here come the call. I take this woman now. I'm going to kill her because she's committed fornication. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because he said, why? And Yadi said, is she not the daughter of a priest? Ah, Sham the priest. And his line coming forth from him still hold an order of the priesthood. They have imams. I thought the priesthood was with Abraham. Yes, the, the closest one. It didn't take away what they supposed to have. Oh. Come on, Tamar. Let her be brought forth and burned. Okay, so she's to be brought forth and burned. <laughs> Tamar was brought forth to be burned. Mm-hmm. And she searched. For the three pledges, uh-huh. but found them not. Uplifting her eyes to the heavens above, thus she said, Mercy, I implore. I am begging you. from you right now. Wait a minute. I need my saving grace. Because if we going down, we going down together because all I did was that which was lawful and right. What he told me to do unto righteousness or unto sin, I have done. So before we get to killing me, we going to kill we. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, answer Thou me in this hour of need. Answer me. Answer you me. That's how they talk here, right? Answer you me. Answer thou me. But it's answer me in this hour of need. And enlighten my eyes to find the three witnesses. Uh Uh-huh. And I will dedicate unto you from my loins three saints who shall sanctify your name. Okay. Three saints are, she's saying, because there's three prophecies and you need them, right? I dedicate them from my children. Take them when you need them. And descend to the furnace of fire in the plain of Dura. Mm-hmm. In that hour, the Holy One, blessed be He, signed to Israel, who enlightened her eyes, that she found the witnesses, and took and cast them before the feet of the judges, and said, The man to whom these pledges belong is he by whom I am with child. Yet though I may be burned, I do not make 
him manifest. So now look at this woman's wisdom. She's like, listen, I make confession. I did sleep with a man. Obviously, I'm pregnant. Here are the pledges this man gave me. Right? She says they're pledges. What is she saying when she says they're pledges? She's not saying she offered herself in prostitution. She's saying this man offered me to come be with him, and this was the promises, and he gave me these things. I'm supposed to be the 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 I'm supposed to be promised after this man give me this. Now I'm not saying who this man is, though I know the law is to kill me because this happened this way. But I'm not saying nothing. Here's his pledges. You can get this man from this. Now what she have? She have his medeal. She have his staff. And she have his signature. This is a sign. <laughs> Yet though I may be burned, I do not make him manifest. Nevertheless, Yah of the world will cause him in his heart to acknowledge them and will deliver me from this great judgment. So now she's like, in his heart, he will acknowledge them. And, and he will deliver me from this great judgment. She knows the man is right here, but she ain't going to point him out. She's not putting him on blast. She ain't giving all the receipts. She's telling her side truthfully and laying out the rest of the evidence for all the judges to come to their conclusion. And Judah is the presiding judge. He has to figure it out. And whether or not she live or she die, she's, I'm standing right here. I didn't go outside of my instruction. I was given unto this man to give, to be given as a daughter in his house to give to his sons. And he gave me two and they died. Maybe the last one dead. I don't know. All I know is he take me to himself and he pledged. Well, that's our time for today. We'll be back tomorrow. One step at a time, one day at a time. This is a cliffhanger. Because we still don't know what's going on with Joseph. And now we're dealing with Judah, Yada, and his foolishness. <laughs>